welcome to Reality Roots with me, your host, Hillary. Welcome, 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 one and all. <laughs> welcome back if you're a returning listener. Welcome, new friend, if you're here for the first time. This week, we are diving into 1999, Jenny Jones. My mate's crazy about the sex of our unborn baby. Yikes, yikes. Guys, we're in for it this week. I feel like this is just like a weird continuation of last week's Sally episode. We definitely see some of the same stripes, that's for sure. Uh, It is more ridiculous, though. I feel like I took a lot of notes so hopefully this won't be like three hours. I'll try to self-edit myself as I go a little bit. It's just, it's like, once again, Jenny, I don't know, the show particularly is just like throwing so many things on the screen at the same time when people are talking over each other and people are talking really quickly. So it's like, it takes a lot <laughs> to get all the little details down, but I did my best. I'll try to, like I said, not make it like a three and a half hour episode because I feel like that's where it could go. First of all, of course I just said that, but I want to say first of all that the episode I watched was another like full recording, so it included commercials. I didn't have too much to say about the commercials. They were kind of the typical like daytime, I don't know, personal injury, lawyers, Medicare, I don't know, (laughs) that kind of stuff nothing I mean it's funny in its own way but not you know groundbreaking or noteworthy um but (laughs) it also included like the tail end of the previous show because I guess it was like recorded on DVR which was the Cosby show (laughs) so I got to start this by watching like well I didn't watch it I just skipped through it but the Cosby show was there and even the amount that it was near me <laughs> uh, for those few seconds. I was like, oh, yikes, yikes, yikes. This is just, oh, the 90s. <laughs> what a time uh, to watch TV. And I guess we didn't know Cosby was an issue then. I mean, some people did. I don't know, guys. It was just, uh, I don't know. It was... <laughs> was an interesting start maybe we can connect that in here somewhere I'm sure we could because a lot of the guys that we meet here actually I think all of the guys are pretty terrible (laughs) like just flat out terrible people all of the male guests on this episode maybe I'll take it back but I'm pretty sure I won't I'm so excited sorry (laughs) it's like it was such a good episode I'm feeling like so hot about it and yeah I'm just too excited we start the episode with this like really cheesy intro that has a bunch of preview clips and sound bites and things of that nature Jenny has her hair in an updo like updo like a 1999 updo and this is from 1999 I think I graduated grade 8 in 2001 so that looked, it looked familiar. It looked like an updo that I've seen. She has on this yellow blazer. I guess it's a blazer. I always think of blazers, I guess, as being low cut, but it's like a full blazer. I don't know if it covers her full chest. 
and it's yellow. It's a choice. She stands out. I guess she stands out in the audience, so that's good. Uh, she says a bunch of really boring words. Not Well, they're not boring, but it's just, you know, it's stuff we're about to get into anyway, words to set us up. First up, I'm probably going to mention this every time, but a lot of these women are very young <laughs> that we're going to meet, and mm, I think that makes sense. Sorry, my tummy grumbled. I don't know if you could hear that on the recording or not. Anyway, first up, we have Jessica, who is 22, and her fiancé, Bobby. Uh, Jessica says her fiancé, Bobby, always harasses her about the sex of her unborn child. And right away, this is my first, as I'm taking notes, or <laughs> more than anything else that I've recapped to date, I have so many notes that are just like, why? Like, what is that going to do? Says her fiancé Bobby always harasses her about the sex of their unborn child. Why? Like, she can't change it. It's happened. It happened. What's the point? Like, it just... I got, like I said, we're going to hit that point a few times, so I won't get too excited for the first one. But yeah, it was weird. Like, it was it's a weird... I, I don't know the justification or the reasoning behind that. Jessica is very pretty. Another thing that I will, I did notice is kind of, I could probably say this about every single of one of these women that is on the stage is she has like, okay, she's got a lot of lip liner. She's got the really like 90s pencil drawn eyebrows. We see, we and a lot of eyeliner. I think each of those women has at least two of those three makeup <laughs> applications or um, makeup choices. So I don't know if I'll, I guess I'll mention it every time. But anyway, she is very pretty. She's six months pregnant. She says, he harasses me every day, calls me at work. How's my son doing? If I start talking to my belly, he says, stop talking to my son that way. He's going to come out gay. Oh, there's a lot of, like, homophobia in this as well, by the way. he It's not about homophobia, but it keeps popping up in really weird ways. Uh, he doesn't know what it is, but he tells everyone it's a boy and that he can't produce no girls. I, I don't know why. <laughs> Again, why? Why do you think that? Uh, I guess they have an existing three-year-old daughter, so I guess he can produce no girls. He dresses her up in boy clothes, teaches her to fight and like put her fists up and say, you want a piece of me? Jessica says that when the boy comes, oh, sorry, Jessica says that he says that now when she's having a boy, which we don't know, but okay, now that she's having a boy, (laughs) their daughter will have a quote, spawning partner. And I don't know if it's Jessica or her fiancé, Bobby, who fucked it up, but I'm pretty confident they meant sparring partner and not spawning partner, unless they're trying to start some kind of weird incest shit. He, like the Bobby, I guess, has their daughter sitting at the PlayStation playing basketball. Jessica says her daughter doesn't want to spend any time with her because he teaches her to be a boy. And I feel like there might be a different show here about, like, gender roles and gender norms. Like, I want to know, okay, we're not going to talk about it in this episode, but I want to know how effective (laughs) that's been. Like, 
um, my mm, understanding, I guess we'll say, is, like, you just can't really control that. Like, even, uh, I mean, there's a very famous and tragic case that I don't want to talk about because it's very sad. And that's not what I want this podcast to be. But it was a case of a, like, psychologist. I think it's a pretty famous case in terms of what not to do to people ethically. But anyway... He, um, <laughs> there were circumstances and oh, I don't, it's like hard to get into without getting into the whole thing because I am who I am. But anyway, they tried to raise a girl as, no, they tried to raise a boy as a girl and it didn't work out. <laughs> Basically is what I'm trying to say. Like it it didn't work out. Like it worked for a bit. They played with dolls. But eventually they just started playing with trucks. Like it just, I don't know, man. People are going to be who they're, like kids don't know about gender roles. So they can't like live up to them. Even if you try to force a different gender role on them, kids pretty much kid. Like they're not, they do want to make you happy. So there is some of that that goes into it. But like when they're, when, when they're in play mode, they're in, in their own little heads And so whatever is in their heads is what's going to come out. Jenny tells us that he says that three women will drive me crazy. So here comes Bobby. Boo. Everybody boos. Boo. Bobby says, stop. (laughs) There's a lot of 90s uh, (laughs) vernacular hits too here. So now how am I going to sit in the house with three girls at that time of the month? I'm going to have to take a vacation somewhere once a month zing I guess like I feel like he thought that was gonna be a big joke but I don't know you better fucking hope they'll sync up and have them at the same time Bobby (laughs) otherwise you're gonna be on permanent vacation and that's not for like 13 years probably so calm your dick an audience member who has the ugliest banana curls and like too short bangs that are curled under and a hideous sweater like a lot of these audience members look terrible I don't think I even saw one that looked good they say oh sorry she says uh don't you understand that it's the guy that decides the sex of the baby which is a point that Jenny also did talk about in her intro and which we will talk about many times over the course of this episode <laughs> because it's true and it's ridiculous that these guys are complaining about something that their own bodies produced. Um. Anyway, Bobby says, yeah, that's a boy. That's what I'm making. Okay. <laughs> I like to imagine him talking to his testicles and telling them to only produce male sperm. Let's see if that works. Jessica bought clothes for a girl and he took it back to the store and like returned it. An audience member says, if you was a real man, you'd take any baby that you get. Bobby tells us he already has a girl. Now he's going to have a boy. (laughs) Okay. Boy, (laughs) I feel like I say, okay, a lot. I'm sorry. I'm not trying to. It's just things like that. Just, okay. Like, I don't know what to say about that. Bobby tells us he's just going to keep having kids until he has a boy. And Jenny's like, well, what if she doesn't want any more kids? Which was leading the witness, for sure. It's kind of a classic Jenny problem. 
uh, Bobby's like, well, somebody gonna give me a boy. <laughs> and Jenny's kind of like, you gonna take that, Jessica? <laughs> like, <laughs> what do you have to say? <laughs> Jessica's like, basically, I have a bachelor's degree and I can take my two girls and we can be on our own. It's not a great plan, Jessica. Jessica, again, I just want to reiterate, is 22, which is young to have a daughter and a bachelor's degree. I mean, it's good. Like, I'm glad that she has an education. That is good. And I'm glad that she has self-confidence to think that she can do that. But that's a tougher road. Not one that I would choose, for sure. I mean, these guys are all terrible, so maybe. But that's not great, either. Jessica says, well, it's come to the point that he tells his friends that the engagement's pushed off until I give him a boy. And Bobby's like, what's the point? I want a boy. (laughs) Jenny's like, what about the girl? Oh, you're teaching her to be a bully, push people around. Bobby says, well, she got to protect herself. The way girls get harassed these days, she needs to protect herself from certain people. (laughs) Jenny's like, no. (laughs) Just No. (laughs) Bobby explains that he taught his daughter that if someone gets in her face to put her that she should put her hands up and Jenny's like she's she's three years old though right and then they put up pictures of the daughter for some reason which I found really inappropriate I don't I I don't even feel good when people share pictures of their children on social media I really don't like it when we put them up on tv it's kind of gross to me Anyways, now we have a vignette of Bobby. These are so ridiculous. (laughs) And this is like, it seems to be a real Jenny Jones only feature. Like, I don't think we've seen this in any other of these, but they were definitely a touchstone for Jenny Jones. She likes getting them to play things up, I guess, for the dramatics. They end up so stupid. (laughs) It's just so stupid. I don't know. Bobby and Jessica are in Target, I guess, Walmart, and there's this really, like, cheesy lullaby music playing. Bobby is wearing a huge medallion on a chain, and Jessica has a single butterfly clip (laughs) holding back her hair on just one side. Loved it. Loved it. Bobby says, Jenny... It's like worse. The vignettes are worse because they're obviously scripted. (laughs) Oh, it's bad. Mommy says, Jenny, if you roll up to my house... The lullaby music is playing the whole time, by the way. Jenny, if you roll up to my house with a gift from my unborn child, you better not come with this. He holds up a doll. Get it straight and come with this. Football. And then there's like a record scratch. (laughs) And then it plays the... I think it's the baseball cheer, though. Like, I, he held up a football. And then, like, I can't do a record scratch sound, but it goes from the cheesy lullaby music, record scratch, and then it's like, dur 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 And I was like, I think that's baseball. I'm not a... I get, maybe in America it's different? That, to me, is baseball. That is a baseball song, but okay. Also, by the way, not all guys like football, necessarily. Like, you could have a son, and he could not hate football. Or, sorry, he could not like football. And I'm not even saying that, like, oh, you know, they he could be into drama, or he could be into dance. I'm, he just might not like football. Like, maybe he'll be into basketball, or baseball, or, I don't know, video games. Like, it could be... 
it could be anything. Like, I don't know. You can want a boy, but I don't know. I, I find the football thing really weird. I don't like to assume that kids are going to be into specific things before they have even arrived. Yeah, that's just me. He's saying all this. I don't know. Jessica, we get a shot of her. She's like rubbing her belly and shaking her head in a way that seems very directed. Bobby says, a man's supposed to have a child that's going to be just like him. That's why my ears don't understand when you say I'm not going to have myself a little man. (laughs) What? That's why my ears don't understand. I'm going to use that. I think in my real life I'm going to really try. (laughs) Next time somebody tells me something I don't want to hear, I'm going to be like, "Mm, my ears don't understand what you're saying right now. That's going to be great. What a what a weird thing to say. Now we see him running around. I, I'm saying Target. I have no idea if it's Target. But he's running around the store. He's filling a cart with boy toys. <laughs> like they're toys for children. <laughs> like she's only six months pregnant. Calm down. What are you, where are you going to put this shit? <laughs> they're like, it's like a remote control car. <laughs> like a nerf gun things like that where it's like it will be years before your baby can hold a nerf gun because babies don't hold nerf guns a remote control car like my six-year-old is just kind of just getting into like remote I mean he always not always but like say starting when he was like five he was like oh that's a thing And, like, maybe now he could maybe control one. It's not, it's kind of, it's not a baby toy, anyway. So he's filling his cart with all these toys, and then there's, like, this really shitty text in blue in, like, a Comic Sans, like, I always use that font. I should learn more names of fonts. It's just none of these fonts exist anymore because they suck. It says, a boy? Question mark. Now we see Bobby running up to multiple shoppers for some reason that he he looked like he was half their height. Like the first one I was like, is he really short or is that guy really tall? And then it was like that for everyone that he ran up to. I think he was like bending over the cart, like at a 90 degree angle. I don't know. Anyway, he's running up to these shoppers that are just shopping, I guess. I'm sure they were actors, but he's like shouting at them. It's a boy. It's a boy. It's a boy. He's like passing out cigars. And these people are like, okay, whatever. (laughs) Obviously they're actors because any normal person would have called security. I'm sure. Uh, Now we see Jessica buying Barbies and like some pink shit again. Going to be a long, long time before we get into the Barbies, but you do you, Jessica. <laughs> like, and again, I don't even think that Jessica... Jessica's not saying, I want a girl. She's just, like... She's... she's I don't know. It's just... She's, like, he's gonna... He's driving me crazy, if you will, <laughs> about it being a boy. Anyway, maybe she was buying shit for her existing daughter. I'm sure she'd be into Barbies. If she's allowed. Now Bobby runs up to her as she's doing this and says... Put that mess down. Did I stutter? There's no girl inside of there. (laughs) Pointing at her belly. 
did I stutter? Wow. <laughs> Great thing to say. <laughs> I love a did I stutter, but I only ever say it in my head. <laughs> I'm passive aggressive as hell. And I would never say something like that. I don't know. You'd have to really, really get me <laughs> for me to start pulling that out. But I, I, it is in my heart somewhere. <laughs> anyway, but not to say to your significant other, that's no, <laughs> like, I mean, like, when I'm out in the world, I guess, and people offend me, not to my husband. Like, I would never say that to my husband, I don't think. Not in a serious way. Anyway, Jessica was just smiling, but shaking her head and rolling her eyes. Now we got this more text across the, <laughs> across the screen in fuchsia. It says, whatever. <laughs> Big exclamation mark. Gosh. For some reason, when we come back from that, Jenny's like, oh, everyone seems sad. <laughs> Ooh, like who seems sad? I'm on the floor laughing, Jenny. <laughs> I don't know who seems sad. The audience, I guess. Maybe they didn't react to that <laughs> like she was hoping. Uh, she says, oh, what do you want to say to somebody in the audience? An audience member stands up. He's wearing a t-shirt and a leather vest. He's got a bunch of tattoos. I don't care about the rest of it. I wouldn't have... Most of these audience members, I didn't take notes on their outfit. But a leather vest, I'm always going to comment. <laughs> I, don't worry, guys. If any time anybody's wearing a leather vest, I will absolutely let you know. Count on me for that. Anyway, he stands up. He says, Jessica, I think you should get rid of the boy and get a man. And Bobby responds like he's going to take this guy, which I don't think he could. Jessica says, Jenny, you know, apparently if he gives me a girl, he's beep. It's not me. I have no idea. I really tried to look at the words. It looked like it started with an S. I don't know what she was saying. I don't know what word would fit there. If he gives me a girl, he's... I don't know. I don't know. Jenny says, oh, you're... Oh, sorry. Bobby first says, you gonna see. That's a boy right there. You all gonna see. Jenny says you're just gonna keep going until you have a boy then Bobby's like yep I guess I'll do it here I could keep you all in suspense like Jenny's keeping everyone in suspense but we do find out that they are actually going to have a boy so great I guess crisis averted maybe he can let their regular daughter be a regular daughter now and focus all his bad parenting on his son yikes yikes Next up, we have Michelle, who's also six months pregnant. She says her husband, Pete, has been a complete jerk since she got pregnant. Spoiler alert, Pete's always been a jerk. <laughs> I can tell. I, there's no, there's literally no way this started six months ago. I guarantee it. Michelle has bangs and a ponytail. Both her and this guy, I don't know. She's like, he. Pete is going to come out and say some pretty... F- pretty fucking horrible things and Michelle I don't know she's got this like southern accent she seems like she's kind of, well she seems she's probably like half his height but it's just like he says says all these terrible things and Michelle's like oh honey you don't mean that like she's just kind of like laughing it all off and then the things he says just get worse it's we're in for a ride with these two this the this Pete was the most notable person of the episode for sure 
Jenny tells us that Michelle also says Pete is threatening to end the marriage if she doesn't have a boy. Oh, by the way, she's 24 and Pete is 44. I'll give you guys all a moment to throw up. (laughs) So gross. Jenny says, oh, so he's 20 years older than you. So I guess he feels like he can tell you what to do and what kind of baby to have. (laughs) Michelle says, well, he thinks he can, but he's already got three kids of his own and he has a son. So what should it matter if I have a boy or girl? We confirm it's Michelle's second child with Pete. And he says he's going to leave if the baby's a girl. They've been married for three years, and they've been together for seven. (laughs) I guess Jenny can't do math. So she asks how old they were when they got together, and it's 17. Soups, soups, gross. I want to point out before I forget, (laughs) to be honest, uh, Jenny is still a bitch. Like, she's... She's still too aggressive. She's still asking leading questions. But, like, because the men are so aggressive, it's not horrible. It's not great. Like, she definitely, don't get me wrong, she still definitely comes off as a bitch. But I don't mind watching her be a bitch to these guys are assholes I guess <laughs> maybe what it comes down to it just seems less aggressive by comparison <laughs> I think uh, we see Pete he looks like a murka type of guy you can just see it in his little face Jenny says I, don't know, I guess the same thing I don't know Jenny says I guess people assume that because he's so much older that he's trying to dominate you or control you and Michelle's like he doesn't he thinks he does but he doesn't this is what that's exactly yeah this is the vibe Michelle is giving me in that sentence right there I guess I think he might Michelle like I don't know I don't think it's what you're making it out to be Jenny says, well, does he treat you well other than, like, the baby? Michelle's like, oh, he tells me I'm a lard ass. (laughs) So no. Like, (laughs) just say no. (laughs) Jesus. He tells me I'm a lard ass. Can I roll out of bed today? If I'm on the floor, I ask for help getting up. He says, no, you should get up yourself, which is just rude. Like, just help your fucking, just, even if I'm in shape and not pregnant and not fat, like, if I ask my husband for help, like, you could just help me or don't be rude about it, at least. Like, anyway, he calls me roly poly and all kinds of stuff. And I just, I assume she's talking about when she's pregnant because she doesn't look like, like, she's not that big even when she's pregnant so I can't imagine she's very big when she's not pregnant she looks pretty small so she must be talking about when she's pregnant I don't know she's what did we say 24 and this is her second baby I don't know I don't know anyway Jenny says that or sorry, Jenny tells us, well, he says himself that he's a chauvinist and that he wants a boy because America needs more men. And this is where Pete particularly, a couple of these guys, but particularly Pete, 
it's almost like watching an incel <laughs> try to talk sense in the way that like it's like you've gone so far around that you looped back around on yourself and now you sound like you might be gay is the thing <laughs> because <laughs> America needs more men mm, why Pete so you can fuck them or like <laughs> I I don't know it's a weird thing to say it's like it's like such toxic masculinity that we keep kind of running into these points where these guys are like, I'm so straight that I fucking hate women. It's like, that's not what straight means though, right? Like, (laughs) they're not really that smart, I should say. I don't know. Anyway, here comes Pete. He's got his arms up and a light behind his head like he's Jesus Christ himself. The audience is booing, boo, boo. I did look up, by the way, the definition of a chauvinist because I just wanted to know. Um, And a chauvinist is a man who believes that men are superior to women in terms of ability, intelligence, etc. Okay. Pete walks like he walks weird like he walks like he has something in his bum (laughs) I don't I think his shirt is too tight and it's like pulling him back like he holds his head really back I don't know (laughs) he's he's walking weird Jessica's like we need more man you have a son and Pete's like yep I need someone I can go hunting and fishing with Jenny's like, are you a chauvinist? You admit it, right? Pete's like, yeah, that's me. I admit it. The thing is, is that in 2023, it's like, mm, the pendulum swings back and forth, right? So now I guess, I guess like if you're living in the regular world, I don't know, maybe it's a geography thing too. I can't speak for all people and all cultures, but where I am in my existence in my life, like, I don't meet men like Pete, is what I'm trying to say. And a lot of the men I talk to are kind of tired of being, like, shit on in a way, right? Where people are like, men are bad, or like, oh, toxic masculinity, talk, oh, it's toxic masculinity, can't like baseball, it's toxic masculinity, no, this is toxic masculinity, and just because you don't see it anymore necessarily, it doesn't mean it didn't happen. <laughs> like we like things take time, like a long period of time to sort of filter through everything. So like, I I feel like I'm not. I feel like I'm having a hard time getting my point across. But I'm just saying that like, if there's men in your life that are like oh, why Why do we even say toxic masculinity? Like, it's not that bad, guy. We don't need feminism because, like, it's not that bad. It's like, this is why. Like, this is why we got here. This is, this is why people don't like toxic masculinity because it's this. This is it. If next time somebody says, like, well, I don't understand why guys are always getting shit on, like, women have all the advantages. You want, you tell them to watch this episode of Jenny Jones and understand why hmm, women might feel, like, not great about men's attitude. It's funny, too, because, like, 
okay, my husband is very involved with my son. Like, truly 50-50, the two of us parent equally. And when, more so when he was a baby, I guess. Like, even, I mean, I mean, people would say this more so when he was a baby, but, like, it's always been 50-50. So even when my son was, like, a baby baby, you know, my partner would help change diapers. He'd do feedings. Like, he'd do all the stuff that I did, basically. And, you know, people like my parents' generation were like, wow, you know, guys today, like, they they do so much. Like, it's amazing. And you're like, oh. Like, to me, I was like, yeah, I, like, this is what they should be doing. And then again, I watched, I'm watching this episode. I'm like, oh, oh, I see. I see what you guys had to put up with. It's terrible. Like, this is terrible. This is, I'm not saying it's great to always shit on men either. I think masculinity has its, like, has value. And I don't want to, like, stomp it out. Let's just be cool, guys. Like, let's not be Pete, I guess. If I was going to wrap up this point that I am making very poorly, I would just say, don't be peed. <laughs> That's all. An audience member says, I got a question for Al Bundy. How old were you when you started dating her? Like, buddy, we just did the math out loud. And I, <laughs> like, okay. Pete's like, old enough. Yeah, because you don't want to fucking say because it it's gross. An audience member is like, old enough. <laughs> I don't even understand. Old enough so your wild oats are shredded wheat heading for Metamucil. Which I guess is a burn. Uh, I guess. Like, also the close cat. I, try, I tried so hard to piece that sentence together that I tried to use the YouTube closed captioning, which is <laughs> garbage. And it said shredded weed, <laughs> which made me giggle. Anyway, I don't know what that means, so don't ask me. Pete obviously did not understand that either. Fair enough. Uh, and he calls him a bastard. Something about, oh, you got some yourself. I don't know what that, <laughs> I don't know what he thought he heard. I don't know what I heard. I don't know. Jenny says, okay, this isn't just about lobbing insults back and forth. Uh, first of all, you want a boy. You say we need more men. Why do we need more men in the world? And Jenny has this, okay, again, this kind of goes for the whole episode, but Jenny has this look on her face like the mean girl teasing the oblivious nerd who doesn't get that she's being made fun of. Like, (laughs) that, that's the look on Jenny's face, pretty much start to finish. Pete says, well, golly, it'd be a pretty poor place if there wasn't nothing but women. The audience boos. I don't, I mean, we don't need more men than women, I wouldn't say. But, like, first of all, nature is going to take care of that anyway. And nobody's suggesting it should be only women. We're just saying, like, it can't be only men. I don't know. Michelle's like, again, this is kind of Michelle. Oh, listen to you. Okay, Michelle, I don't know, like, no, nobody wants to listen to him, like, he sucks. An audience member, she, she must have, I don't know if she read this, wrote, writ, wrote this down, or if Jenny's team, like, passed her at this point, but she fucked up her line, like, three different ways, <laughs> but her point, 
in my own words, is that he made fun of her for being fat, but he looks like he's about seven months pregnant himself. So another insult. So way to shut that down, Jenny. (laughs) She doesn't shut it down at all. Pretty much the only thing we hear from the audience today is insults. Anyway, Pete says, that's table muscle. I swear to God, table muscle. What is that? I don't know. Jenny is like, okay, but you call her names, right? Pete's like, oh, I never call her sweet, delicate little flower. He pats her belly. I don't understand. Like, it's like, I feel like it's a fever dream. You'd think I was leaving out big chunks, but I swear to God, I'm not. Like, it just, this guy's dumb as bricks. Michelle explains that when they go to his friends' houses, all they do is think of names to call her. Michelle's like, I mean, how do you think that makes me feel? Michelle, why are you with him? And who are his friends? Are his friends also 37? And if so, wait, is that how old he said? 44, fuck. So are his friends 44? And they get off on making fun of a 24-year-old? Girl. An audience member says, you know what I'm thinking, Pete, is that maybe you'll make a great father figure for Michelle, but you'll never make a father. Michelle's like, here's a canned line out of Michelle. She's like, he's as immature as I am. So, and then Jenny explains the joke to us. Well, she explains it to Michelle. (laughs) She's like, I mean, I, yeah, I think she's saying that, uh, he is like old enough to be your father. So <laughs> like, that's the point she's making. Michelle says something. I couldn't, I, I, I don't know. I got it as best I could. I got what I got out of it was he's raised her for seven years. So didn't understand that at all. Jenny explains it to her again. <laughs> like she's like, right, but it's just he's he's old enough to be your father. I think that's what he's saying. And then Pete says, Pete says, "Oh, I got kids older than her." Yeah. Did Jenny hear that? Cuz I swear to god, we don't talk about that. Does he actually have kids? Like he could he 44 and 24. I mean, he yeah, he could have had a kid when he was like 19 or 20 and then that kid would be the same age or older I mean he could have had kids younger than that I don't know that's just that's fucked up uh and then Pete says she gets another year or two older I'll trade her in and get me something young again super barf Pete sucks Jenny says well you basically say that you have the right to want a boy which you do have the right to want a boy. It's just you don't have the right to be a shithead to your partner. <laughs> that's, that's You have the right to want what you want. Pete's like, yeah, just like people have the right to want a girl. This is America. I swear to God he said that. I didn't even make that up. Like, he really threw that in there. I thought this was America. <laughs> okay. And Jenny's like, you say you have the right because you're 44 and going downhill. Pete says, yeah, and I'm well-preserved, but you can't stay that way forever. <laughs> again, I feel like I'm just repeating myself because, again, I'm like, what's the point of that? Like, what, what are you talking about? Jenny's like, okay, and if it's a girl, then what? And then Pete says the weirdest thing ever. <laughs> I don't know where he comes up with this. Like, what is his brain... 
like, I think he might have a TBI because I really can't understand where any of this comes from or like what he's talking about or what points he's trying to make. I think maybe he played football and now he has a traumatic brain injury. Like that is, that's the only explanation for how this conversation is going. He says, well, then I guess she can go on down the road a little queer horse she rode in on. Okay, what? Did he just call a horse gay? And she rode in on a, did she ride into town on a horse? As a child at 17? Like, what's happening? Like, I don't, I don't know what that means. Apologies to all the gay horses out there. Because I guess that was, I mean, yeah, I don't like the use of the word queer in that tone. I just don't know what the point was. Michelle, again, she's just acting like he's like a naughty three-year-old who's like still cute. She's like, what do you mean I'll go on down the road? You'll go on down the road. (laughs) Pete's like, if it's a boy, I think I'm going to take him and leave too just because I don't want to have to subject subject him to all of this okay <laughs> Pete I think you I think he, Michelle I think he's just not that into you like I don't know why you're married and you have two kids I how did you get here it seems like he doesn't like you at all Jenny's like oh Michelle Michelle is this the way he acts normally because like some people you know they come on the show and Michelle's like yes all the time <laughs> and he's like And this is the guy you're going to spend the rest of your life with. Michelle's like, yes, I've been with him for seven years. I'm patient. I don't know amount of patience is going to change this. Jenny says, and if he doesn't produce what he wants, then he says he's going to leave you. Michelle's like, yes. Jenny's like, you sure? Because we got the results. We know what the baby's going to be. Do you want to know? Pete's like, no, I already know. Adam, son, boy t-b-i like traumatic brain injury like it's not even it's just nouns adam i've never even heard i guess it's adam and eve but like i'm that's i don't know that was a weird way to put it stay tuned for the ultrasound test results again i'm just gonna say it now because i have a hard time like by the time we get to the results and they say the name I'm like who like I forget even what's going on anyway uh spoiler alert Pete is having a girl so that should go great we'll get to the reaction when we get there but you can just keep that in your pocket stay tuned for the ultrasound test results it says on the screen I've never really thought of it as an ultrasound test, but sure. We have a commercial. Every time we go to commercial, we come back with a fact. (laughs) And every fact is cited in the stupidest way (laughs) possible. I didn't write the first few down, but it's like, I don't know. It's like, the. I think this first one. Okay, so the fact is ultrasound technology can determine the sex of the child with reasonable accuracy if the ultrasound is given at the right time cited as being from the tennessean okay like is that where we get it's like they're such basic facts but then they wanted to cite them but they pulled the weirdest citation because probably i I can't imagine there's like a 
a recent paper on ultrasound. Like we've been doing this. Like we've been doing this, I think, for a long time. So you probably didn't need to cite that. I think we can put that under general knowledge. Up next, we have Roxanne, who's 27. I think she might be the oldest woman on the stage. She's pregnant with her third child, and her husband, Tony, says if it's a girl, he won't do anything for it. He won't do anything. Honestly, Tony doesn't look like he does a lot to begin with, so I don't know how that's going to be different, but maybe. Roxanne says that living with Tony lately has been a living nightmare. That's the words, living nightmare. Don't love that. Roxanne is wearing a forest green velour, I don't know, it's a, I guess it's a sweater, with matching forest green velour pants. It looks stretchy. It looks comfortable. It looks terrible. <laughs> it looks bad. She is pregnant, so fair enough, but she kind of looks like Violet Beauregard, like halfway to becoming a blueberry in a slightly different shade. Roxanne says, he bothers me morning, noon, and night. If it's a girl, he's leaving. Roxanne has two other daughters already. Jenny tells us that just before the show, she learned that if you have multiple of the same gender child, then it's more likely that future children will also be born the same gender. First of all, I want to see that on the screen with the citation. Uh, But also, like, maybe? I don't know. I... Um, like, I immediately, I was like, oh, like, Teen Mom, <laughs> Like, Kale has all the boys. Caitlin and Tyler have all the girls. I don't know. I wouldn't think, but it goes by the boy, though, so I don't know why Kale, like, it makes sense to me, it makes sense to me that you might have a guy who, say, only has sperm that has a Y chromosome or only produces sperm that has an X chromosome. I don't think it's likely, but I, maybe that happens or maybe they're like bodies are making more of one or the other. And so it affects the odds. I don't know why Kale would though. Like that is kind of weird that Kale has all the boys. I don't know. Anyway. Uh, but then also like think about sister wives, I guess. Right. Because Janelle had all the boys and Christine had all the girls and that was still Cody the whole time so I think it's just odds like I think it's just I don't know where I I want to see the I want to see the receipts on that one Jenny that's all that was the only fucking fact that we didn't get a receipt on uh we got another vignette of Tony it looks like he's in the same target that Jessica and Bobby were in so they obviously bust them all to the same stupid store (laughs) to get these done there's like a picture-in-picture picture effect that they use for some reason so that we can see two Tonys. Tony says, if my third child's another girl, Roxanne's gonna have to get up in the middle of the night to change the baby's diaper because I ain't doing shit. <laughs> I bring up the sex of the baby every single day because I want a son that bad. You think that helps? I told Roxanne if she has another girl, I won't be around. Here comes Tony. Boo, boo. Tony reiterates his position, says if it's a girl, the baby will, quote, go with her, Roxanne. 
Tony is wearing a shirt and a pair of pants that are roughly the same color that Roxanne is wearing, by the way. So that's like four pieces of green on two people. And they're both larger people. So it's a lot of green to behold in one uh, couple. (laughs) Tony says that he's got two daughters already. It's almost kind of more understandable to me. Like if you have a lot of daughters to be like, oh, I want a boy. It's the other shitheads on this episode who are having their first kid that are worse, I guess. I don't know. Again, it's fine to want what you want, but that's not a reason to treat your significant other like shit. That's the point. He says, <clears throat> I want, he says he wants someone to carry on his name. And he says he agrees with everything that Bobby said. And then he says, as a woman, you should be willing and able to give me my son. <laughs> it's like, are you living on this planet like what the fuck are you talking about willing and able to give me a son it's not up to her it's not up to either of you really but it's for sure not up to her so that's stupid Roxanne and Tony yell back and forth over top of each other Jenny reminds Tony that it's his sperm that determines the sex of the baby Tony responds that he knows this or then he's like it was hard to hear if you said he knew it or not knew it. And the closed captioning didn't pick it up at all. So Tony either knew that or didn't. I don't know. Pete is there saying it takes two. Which is literally not true, Pete. She just just told you that it's the sperm that determines the sex of the baby. TBI for sure. <laughs> I'm going to call him TBI Pete from now, I think. Tony says it takes a woman to make a man and a man to make a girl takes a woman to make a man and a man I don't what is that like Jenny's like who made that up (laughs) it's like what does that even mean Roxanne's like Tony did that makes sense an audience member asks how long they've been together and they say seven years do you love her yes so if you love her it shouldn't even matter if it's a boy or a girl you should just love her and love the baby yes true (laughs) Jenny says well, you say you love her, but you don't respect her. You call her names, right? Tony's like, yes, yeah, stupid. <laughs> like, not calling Jenny stupid, but just like, yes, like stupid. <laughs> Roxanne says, he calls me fat. He threatens to leave me. Tony's like, Tony tells us with Jenny's help, because he has a hard time kind of getting it out, but... um Tony tells us that he's allowed to call her fat because he's also fat. So don't worry, guys. Roxanne says, I just wanted him to know, ain't no man in this world. My children are more important to me than you will ever be. Tony says, you can't tell me that I can't want a son. Again, I don't think that's the problem. Jenny's like, if you love this baby, you'll change your diaper, you'll buy a crib, you'll feed her, etc. Audience member says, wanting to have a son is not a good enough reason to leave your wife and you want to sit up there and call her fat. You're sitting up there looking like a big snack machine. (laughs) I gotta call someone a snack machine too. The audience is all yelling and cheering. It's mostly inaudible, but Tony is yelling back at the person. Tony kind of looks like Carl Winslow from Family Matters, but like a bit younger and taller. 
Jenny says, Tony, you said men are dogs and it's too much work to protect your daughters from them, but you're a man. Tony says, well, I have three women in my house already. My two daughters are going to be at that age where boys are running around, chasing at their tails. Simple. And Jenny's like, I've never heard it put that way, but okay. <laughs> Jenny, you're stealing my line with okay. Tony says, when boys start approaching them, when they get older, I know what to expect. I can sit up there and tell them, no, I can't check them like I can a son. Because at that age, you can't put your hands on your daughters. Um, okay. Probably don't put your hands on anyone. At any age. Roxanne and Tony just start yelling nonsense at each other. And Jenny Jones is like, you know what, Tony, you're making it worse. Let's let Tony stop talking and let me introduce Ebony. (laughs) Ebony is here. She is 20 years old. Again, very young. She's upset that her fiancé, Devon, harasses her about the sex of their unborn baby. No, actually what what we get is a Chiron that says, upset that her fiancé, Devon, harasses her about the sex of her unborn baby. And I was like, "Mm, quick correction, their unborn baby. Devon proposed and convinced her to have his baby. Ebony knows, like, so we don't have to do the the ultrasound test for this one because Ebony already knows she's having a boy but he wants a little girl this is the one of all these guys who actually wants a girl and honestly it might be worse like I don't think that's better it's really creepy like it's really fucking creepy uh it's bad in a totally different way And then Ebony tells us that he's obsessed with pictures of Ebony as a little girl. And he's like, I'm going to have a little girl that looks like this. Fucking so creepy. He, she says he was perfect. Like he was perfect. He did everything perfect until the sonogram when they found out it was a boy. And Devon was upset. And now he's in denial and acting like it's not even his. And... I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure that they said Devon wasn't even at the ultrasound where they determined this. Anyway, he wants to name the girl Terry, which is a totally, like, gender-neutral name anyway. So, <laughs> don't know why you can't... You can still name the boy Terry. I don't know why it has to be that. Uh, they were engaged, but... Well, like I said, they are having a boy, and I think Ebony says she wants to name it after her dad. I don't know. Throw Terry in as a middle name. Listen, I don't know. Like, uh, work together. They were engaged, but now he's trying to put the wedding off. Here comes Devon. I just, just quick note. Ebony is wearing some kind of velour overalls dress. (laughs) I can't think of less, like, something less comfortable when you're pregnant than anything cut like overalls. It seems terrible. Devon's like, I'm the only man at my house. It's fucking weird. An audience member. This is my second favorite comment of the, uh, this is my site. This is my, my own. Remember Ricky gave the, what was it? Well, that was a guest comment, I guess, but Ricky like gave out a comment of the week award. And I'd like to give one a second place, an honorable mention to this because 
It's just because of the way that the audience member sells it. She sells it so so seriously. Like, she's going to make a serious, educated point. She's like, ladies, remember, it is important. Please do not let your husbands close to your stomach because the dumbness will seep through. (laughs) She says it like she's telling them not to drink while they're pregnant. (laughs) Like, she says it like it's a serious fact. (laughs) It's obviously not. It's very funny. And then Pete's like, oh, is that what happened to you? And the audience member's like, uh, I've been to university on a scholarship. Thank you. <laughs> like, you don't have to defend yourself, audience member, but it's I like that you did. Jenny's like, okay, now what's going to happen then? Because it's a boy. Or, yeah, because it's a boy. Devon's like, I'm leaving. Ebony's like, he's not serious. Like, he hasn't left yet. He's, which, yeah, I thought I had the same thought, right? He's known that it's a boy. So, like, if you're leaving, Devon, you didn't have to come on the show. You can just fucking leave. But you didn't. So I think you probably won't. Devon's like, it's not a boy. No one has ever told me that it's going to be a boy. Yeah, that's how I do. Because I was like, because you didn't go to the appointment, dum-dum. Like, you can't not go to the doctor's appointment and then be like, well, a doctor never told me anything. It's like, yeah, because you weren't there for them to tell. Like, doesn't mean it's not true. Jenny's like, okay, but it is, it is confirmed, though. (laughs) Okay. Uh, we have another commercial. It includes a preview for a Montel episode about babies that are switched at birth. And I just wanted to point that out because vis-a-vis my episode last week, I just want to reiterate that uh, although I do love Montel a lot, that's not funny. Like, I can't, we can't work with that, guys, for reality roots. <laughs> no. Uh, we also see a trailer for Never Been Kissed with Drew Barrymore, which made me very happy. I don't I I know there's like maybe I don't know if that movie is problematic question mark. It is definitely not. <laughs> so you stop and think about it for a second. And you're like, oh, that's yeah, that's not great. But I feel like in my heart again. I guess this is 1999. I am a child of this era, so to me that will always live in my heart as Drew Barrymore's best performance and best movie. Uh. And it's not real, so <clears throat> we can feel good about that. Okay, we come back from the commercial. We got another fact. Genetic engineering gives couples a 65% chance of selecting the sex of their baby compared to nature's 50-50 odds. I'm sure it's more than that now, but... Mm, okay. Ultrasound test results! Bobby or Pete, who needs this pink shirt? Jenny has a pink shirt that she keeps being like, ooh, somebody's going to need this. Who is it? (laughs) Anyway, Bobby's like, she like walks on stage and then she's like walking back and forth, like, because we don't know who she's going to stop at and give this shirt to. Bobby's like, oh, I don't need that. I don't need it. I already bought an outfit. That's fine because the shirt goes to Pete. (laughs) Pete's having a girl. Pete's like, no way, I'm not letting my boy wear that. (laughs) Pete's an idiot. Pete also has toe head, which I know I've mentioned previously, where like your neck is the same width as your head. But I think it's how he's sitting. Like he sits with his head so far back. Like I don't, it looks uncomfortable. I just tried to do it. That's why my voice went weird. 
it makes my voice weird when I do it. I don't know. It also gives Pete like three or four additional chins. Pete says that he won't let his boy wear that. Like he says it over and over. And then he's like, that's how rumors get started. (laughs) Not a rumor, Pete. (laughs) It's fact. Jenny's like, you know, I'll let you absorb that. (laughs) You're going to love this baby. And the only thing that's important is that the baby's healthy. Michelle's like, how about that? You going to leave me now? Pete's, I don't sorry about that accent. That one got away from me. Pete says, well, not until after the show. <laughs> okay, honest. Uh, but I want you to quit smoking them damn cigarettes if you want that healthy baby. And I was like, so, so you do care, I guess? Like, uh, okay. Jenny now lays into Michelle about smoking while pregnant. Deservedly so. I, okay, I, I do know that, like, in the Alan Carr's easy way to quit smoking, that we should be empathetic to pregnant women because smoking is a trap. <laughs> lots of people fall into it for lots of different reasons, and once you're in, it's hard to get out of, and we shouldn't necessarily judge that. And then, even within the book, it's like, how cruel that we allow this trap of smoking to exist. We allow women to fall into it. And then the moment they get pregnant, everybody starts screaming at them to stop. I understand. <laughs> like, I understand that. That is shitty. Michelle's attitude about this is not great. <laughs> Jenny's like, well, that's the best thing he said today, <laughs> which is absolutely true. She's like, you better not be smoking while you're pregnant, are you? And Pete, in like a jumble of words, tells us that she chain smokes one after the other. Michelle's like, oh, I don't care. Jenny's like, I heard you say you don't care, but that's not okay. (laughs) Again, Jenny's in full bitch mode, but I'm kind of on her side for this one. Again, we should have empathy for Michelle, but I understand also where Jenny's coming from. Michelle's like, yeah, my doctor told me as long as I cut back, I'm okay. And Jenny's like, well, that's not true. (laughs) And then she she starts a sentence. She's like, the doctor. And Pete's like, same doctor that said my boy is a girl. And then I was like, so a doctor already told you it was a girl? Like, I thought we just learned that. I don't understand. And anyway, Jenny's like, well, your doctor is misinformed. It's not healthy to smoke ever, but especially while you're pregnant. Michelle kind of bitches that it's hard. She's like, well, it's hard after so long to stop. And Pete's talking. She's like, shut up. Jenny's like, well, okay, we'll be here for an hour because I have strong feelings about it. But absolutely, it's not healthy to smoke while pregnant. Stop saying, yeah, but. There's no yeah, but. (laughs) Then she's like, be a woman and quit. I was like, damn, <laughs> Jenny. Yeah. Whoa. Up next, we have Ronnie, which is spelled R H A N I. Ranny. Ronnie's 18 years old. Younger and younger, these women. She's tired of her boyfriend Mel harassing her about the sex of their baby. He says he'll only marry her if she has a boy. And he says that having a girl would, quote, feel like getting shot. It's like, that's an, that's an intense thing to say, Mel. Uh, well, how about let's shoot you and find out? No, like not to death, but just like in the butt or in the foot. 
or something, and then we'll talk about what feels worse. I um, I don't even know if I should mention this, but I think Mel has alopecia. No, like no judgment. That's obviously that's obviously not your fault. I have alopecia in my family as well. It's not meant as a burn. I just uh like he's very he's bald. I mean all the other guys are bald, but like it's very smooth bald and also he has no eyebrows. It was the 90s, so maybe he shaved it all off. I don't know, but I I have a feeling he has alopecia. Ronnie's hair, Ronnie's hair is half up and half down, and she's got like little baby bangs on each side. <laughs> she has a very 90, 99 outfit as well. Most amount of lip liner. Ronnie's, Ronnie <laughs> says he missed the doctor's appointment, and he said that. And then Jenny Jones just interrupts her like a bitch. I guess because it's going nowhere. Like, just he missed the doctor's appointment and he said that. And Jenny's like, he said he's going to leave you if he has a girl, right? <laughs> Ronnie's like, yeah. He said he's going to leave me and go back to California. I don't believe it. But if he doesn't want to be here with me now, I don't think he's going to want to be there. And Jenny's like, well, let's find out. Like, <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know what Jenny has against Ronnie, but. Uh, she won't let her finish the sentence. Uh, here comes Mel, and I want to make a note that I really, really dislike the name Mel for a guy. Mel is carrying a bib for some reason. I thought it was like one of those, what is it, like visors? Like the hats without the tops on them (laughs) that were cool at the time, but it's a, it's a bib. Mel's like, straight up, I don't care what no one says, I want a boy. And Jenny's like, and if it's not a boy? And he's like, I'm going back to, I'm going back to Cali, like LL. I like, okay. Uh, that's LL Cool J, if for some reason somebody doesn't know what he was referring to. I really get the sense in this storyline, I guess we'll call it, that Mel is from California and he intends to move back to California and I'm not sure how that fits in with his relationship or children. Why can't she go to California with him? I don't know. It sounds like he's going back to California regardless. But anyway, Jenny's like, so that means you care nothing about this woman then, (laughs) which is true. Mel's like, no, I love her. And Ranny is like, if you love me, you would not care what this baby was. You would just want it to be healthy. And Jenny's like, well, how could you leave her if you love her? In response, Mel shows us the bib and says he carries it everywhere. Maybe it's not brain injury. Maybe it's like cutting. Maybe the editors are cutting it in a weird way to make people not make sense. But it's, I don't know why people can't answer questions. Because they're, they don't, they know the answer is shit, probably. Jenny's like, why do you want a boy? Mel's like, I want a boy to carry out my name. I grew up in a house with two older sisters. I know how girls are. I don't want to be here in 15 years talking about how my daughter's out of control. (laughs) First of all, this show is not going to last 15 years. So don't worry about that, Mel. Second of all, like you could just be a good dad though, right? Then you wouldn't have, like not every daughter in America is on the Jenny Jones show for being out of control. Some of them, but most are not. 
So you could just be a, a probably not even a good dad, just a regular dad, I think would probably do it. An audience member says, <laughs> I think this is, okay, this is my audience comment of the week for sure. Again, said with a very straight face. Okay. All these women that you claim you love were once little girls themselves. So would you rather them have been born boys? (laughs) Oh, yeah. Nobody had anything to say for that for some reason. Rani shows us all the boys. Like, nobody cares, Rani. Rani. She shows us all the boy outfits he's bought. Says he's ordered. It's a boy cigars already. Apparently they're in the mail. At this point, I don't know why, but I had a random thought of, I wonder if these people were on the show to get free ultrasounds, because I know that's not free in America, and I wonder if that was part of their motivation. I, sorry, I can see, I have my notes, like, sent to myself an email, and anyway, I can see, like, the other emails that are there, and I've gotten... Maybe two to three emails from Uber or Uber Eats with like just in the amount of time I've been recording this for some reason. Calm down, Uber. Leave me alone. Jenny says, well, you say that females are dumb, hard-headed, and ignorant. Mel's like, yeah, that's what I said. Like when I met Ronnie, we met in a club. She's smart now. She's cool. But I don't want all that drama with a daughter. It's too much. An audience member is like, I think all y'all men are stupid. because You could have ended it there. <laughs> I would have clapped for that. Mm, but she didn't. Because all these women, for all these women to go through all this, for y'all to have a baby, like the pain and all that, it's stupid. You don't know love when you see in it. True. And Jenny kind of, I don't know, piggybacks on that, I guess. She says... Well, it's got to hurt. Like, nine months carrying this baby around in the delivery. You never know how that's going to go. Ronnie says, he says he'll only marry me if it's a boy. Like, it's a privilege for me to marry him or something. I could raise this baby by myself. Bit of a non sequitur, Ranny, but we're going to commercials, so who cares? Our fact, when we get back from commercial, is... If the sperm that fertilizes the egg carries an X chromosome, the baby will be a girl. If the sperm carries a Y chromosome, the baby will be a boy. And they've cited the New York Times in 1997 for that. Why didn't you pick up a high school biology book and cite that? Like, what... (laughs) It was that a breaking story for the New York Times in 1997? I think we already knew that. I think we knew that for a long time before 1997. I guess I could be wrong. Like, when, I don't know. God damn it. Maybe we're wrong. Like, when did we learn about genetics, right? Like, I don't know. Let's look. When did we... Oh my god, you can hear me typing. I'm going to cut this all out. 1959. <laughs> So, okay, 1959, so 40 years previous. Cool. Anyway, next up, (laughs) we have Danon. My first, like, literally, it came up on the screen. D-A-N-O-N, Danon. And I was like, 
like the yogurt. (laughs) And I'm pretty confident that if I met someone named Danan in real life and like, I imagine someone would be like, hi, nice to meet you. I'm Danan. I'm pretty sure I would be like, like the yogurt. (laughs) I don't think I'd be able to hold that back at all. Danan is 18 years old and her husband, Joe, says his sperm is so manly. He can only produce boys. It's weird to me that Danon is 18 years old and married and pregnant. That's not great. Let's all, I, th- I think we are overall doing better, but let's do better, guys. Danon says, <laughs> this is the first thing she says. He's disgusting, Jenny. <laughs> like about her husband. Like, I just don't understand. I, I, I'm just the kind of person, like, if I don't like you, that is known. I would never date someone that I didn't like. If I was dating someone and I said the words, he's disgusting, I'd be like, oh, wait, I'm leaving. Like, I wouldn't, I could, I wouldn't be with someone that I would say was disgusting. Joe is disgusting. He's backstage (laughs) holding up a little favor. I don't, I'm probably saying that wrong. I think it's Brett favor I think he was involved in a scandal also recently kind of embezzling money or doing something shady with money I think that's who it is anyway f-a-v-r-e jersey let's meet Joe Jenny's like but you already have a son don't you Joe Joe's like I have a boy I'm gonna have a boy and I'm gonna have three I have a boy I'm gonna have a boy and I'm gonna have three boys total And Jenny's like, you don't, this is really leading the witness here. You don't want any sissy girls, basically. (laughs) No, no girls. If this is a girl, then what? Joe says, it's not a girl. It's a boy. I'm going to have three boys. (laughs) Then maybe I'll think about giving her a girl if I can do it. What are you talking about, Joe? Like, he's so confident. Mm, Jenny Jones is like, do you have like a macho problem thing or like what's your problem (laughs) oh I wish we could go back in time and give her the words toxic masculinity I think that's what she was going for Danon I can't even say that name without rolling my eyes Danon says he's always this way he's very crude women are inferior to men Jenny's like okay so how are women inferior and Joe's like, I never said they were inferior. I just don't like girls. And I was like, gay, <laughs> Like, nah, nah. <laughs> oh, I hope that doesn't come off the wrong way. Like, you just, you understand what I'm saying, right? Like, I just don't like girls. I'm so macho. I don't like girls. That's where, that's where we got to here. Danan's like, no, it's his attitude. And then I was like, didn't Pete self-describe as a chauvinist? Maybe he can tell us why girls are inferior. <laughs> We should have pivoted on that. But we didn't. Joseph, or Joseph, oh my god. (laughs) Joe, maybe it's Joseph. Joe says he doesn't want makeup laying around the house or any of that crap. A male audience member stands up and says, First of all, I'm embarrassed by all this idiocy that's happening on stage right now. And I hope that you get what you want. And probably the best thing for you is these guys to get out of your life which people cheer but then Jenny's I agree with Jenny she's like yeah but a bunch of fatherless children right like there's no easy answer (laughs) true commercial 
And our post-commercial fact. Fact. In 1996, an ultrasound was performed on 64% of mothers who had live births nationwide, according to the National Center for Health Statistics. That, that fact comes to us from the Idaho Falls Post Register. So you know you can trust it. Now we get more test results for Tony and Joe. Oh, I don't even think I spoiled this one for you yet, so we can be really surprised here. Jenny takes the she takes the pink shirt back from Michelle. <laughs> the budget at Jenny Jones really buff. Like it blows it blows my mind. How do we have so much money for vignettes, but we only have money for one pink shirt? <laughs> Okay, Jenny takes the pink shirt back from Michelle and she's like, oh, it's okay. I'll give it back to you after so you can have it for your little girl. And Pete's like, I'm not having a girl. And she's like, you are, but okay. Who gets the shirt? Oh, it's Tony and Roxanne. So I guess Joe is going to have a boy. Great. For Joe, question mark, Tony and Roxanne are going to have a girl. So... Roxanne tells Tony that it's his child. If he can't accept that it's going to be a girl, you know where the door is. An audience member in a wild Hawaiian shirt says, Tony, you should be happy that you're having a child. If you want something to carry on your name, you should adopt a highway instead. I'll give him points for that. It's not my audience comment of the week, but I feel like there was some creativity that went into that. I don't know how you get to adopt a highway. Like, that's the top of anyone's brain, but okay. A different audience member says, this question is for Joe. You said you don't want any sissy girls running around. What if your son turns out to be gay? Hey, audience member, what the fuck do you think his answer is going to be? Have you seen Joe? Like, have you been listening to Joe? We know that he's probably very homophobic. I... (laughs) Guess what? He is. He's like, he ain't going to be gay. He won't even want to be gay around me. (laughs) I assume because you're threatening violence on your unborn baby. Uh, Don't love it. Up next, Brandy. She's 19 years old and her husband is Shan. Which I think they pronounce Sean, but it's spelled S-H-A-N. Shan. Brandy says they argue 20 to 30 times a day about the sex of the baby. It's like, so just one, like, just one full day length argument then. Like, there's not 20 to 30 arguments a day about anything. That is just a full-time argument. (laughs) There's no way. Second of all, I can't even, like, yeah, I disagree with my husband sometimes, but I think I'd be hard-pressed to find a day that we had even five or six arguments like that would be a lot again at a certain point I'd just be like we argued all day (laughs) it's not I don't know what she counts as an argument Shan refers to this baby as a little boy and as a football player now we get a little vignette of Shan in this same fucking target store and for some reason, we have two picture in picture now. So we see three of Sean, like the same shot, but picture in picture, two, two pictures in pictures. So total three Shans. And in it, this is what he says. 
I want my wife to have a son so he can carry on my name. I bring up the sex of the baby 30 times a day because that's how bad I want a son. Am I having deja vu? Like, it doesn't matter how often you bring it up or argue about it. It's not going to fucking change. Shan. (laughs) He says, I'll leave Brandy if she has a girl. I can't handle all women. He goes on. I don't care what Brandy wants. I want a boy. (laughs) Okay. Here comes Shan. Shan has a child already, which is a girl. So similar to Bobby, I guess. Uh, He says if she has a girl, he'll leave. He can't handle all the women. Jenny explains that Brandy is afraid that if she has a girl, then Shan will go off with another woman to try to have a boy. And he's like, no. But I didn't really understand what he said. He was like, no, if she has a girl, I'm not going anywhere. That happens. I'll just chill. What? Like, man, I, th- I think he meant no, he won't go out and try to have more kids. But he did just say that he would leave her if she has a girl. So I don't know. Roxanne yells at him across the stage. I don't know what. Shan says he's raising his existing daughter to be a tomboy. Good luck with that. Again, I don't think gender roles work that way, but okay. An audience member says, for the first Sean, and I was like, are there two Seans? Because <laughs> I've been taking notes and I'm, I've only noted one Sean. I don't know what the fuck he's talking about. I see, And it seems like he's addressing Mel, so maybe he should pay more attention. First Sean, actually Mel, explains... That he has a daughter and, like, or sorry, the audience member, like, I don't know, there's a lot of words. But basically, he explains that he has a daughter himself. And he's like, I understand the challenges. It's difficult. I get it. But it sounds like you're just not up to the challenge. Like, it's up to you to make them good. <laughs> and he says, it's up to you to make the change, which I thought was good. Like, yeah, if you don't want a girl because you think girls are acting crazy, then be the change you want to see in the world and raise a girl who's not crazy. Yes? Like, as the audience member, I think, also put it, he was like, "Mm." of course, it's the one thing I didn't take notes on. Now you'll see why I take notes like this. (laughs) Because I'm gonna, this is gonna be weird. But he said something like, if you are worried about girls acting wild then teach them not to act wild. Don't just have a boy who... Oh, see, I fucked it up. Well, teach me to make notes. Anyway, that was his point. And I thought it was a good point, even if I didn't get all the words down. An audience member is like... uh, A different one, sorry. says, I think you should leave the ignorant little boys next to you because there are gorgeous, intelligent men out there who will take care of you and all your daughters. Um, Jenny just already, we already did that, guys. We already did that. Jenny, as she said, it's not great either to have fatherless children. We have a commercial and a post-commercial fact. Polls show that a majority of Americans view the perfect family as having one boy, one girl. Now we meet Dr. Brenda Wade, PhD staff psychologist at the Jenny Jones show. Her hair is horrible. Like it looks horrible. It, it's, it looks horrible. It's like curled under. It's like a really awkward length. Like it's kind of like 
ear length. I don't know. It looks like a wig, maybe. It looks curled under. It looks terrible. And her lips are huge. Like, she just got filler put in. Dr. Brenda talks a lot of sense about starting to be a parent now by supporting the mother of the children. She shreds their relationship. She says a lot. I'm going to be honest with you. She talked for maybe, like, ten minutes or... I mean, it was the last 10 minutes of the show, but we get more commercials as we go. So say five, five minutes to five to seven minutes, maybe. And I didn't take a lot of notes because it was just sense. And these guys can't hear it. Like, it's like they can't take it in. Maybe they'll watch this back to watch themselves and like absorb anything that she says. But it's not happening while we're here. So it really went, and and you guys know, I assume if you're listening to it, you don't need me to explain to you, like, how to be a good parent and not be an asshole. So I don't feel like I need to repeat most of it. At at one point, she addresses Mel about, like, our, she says, like, our community. And she's like, I'm just gonna, like, say it. Um, say it straight, like... Uh, all these people in our community and I was like that you didn't say it straight because I don't really understand what you're talking about she talks about people in their community I guess having a lot of abandoned children I guess she means like the black community but it was really unclear and it partially it was like the poor quality of the rip that I was watching but like I wouldn't I again I'm kind of assumed that but like to be honest, I feel like if I met her, I wouldn't assume that she was black. Like, her skin was, I guess, darker than mine. But I wouldn't, I just, I don't know. I, I mean, that's why it's, it's my racism is kind of stupid. I don't know what her background is, like, just from looking at her. I Mel, kind of the same boat, but like... I don't know, he looked maybe a little bit darker. I have no idea what community this is supposed to be that she's talking about based on appearances alone. I don't know. Anyway, Brenda, yeah, like I said, she gives a whole slew of good advice that I promise you no one's going to follow. And then Jenny Jones brings up adoption. She's like, if you want a boy that bad, then adopt. We reiterate again that the sperm decides the sex of the baby... I feel like we didn't, we didn't even find out about the last two, what they're having. What is Shan having a boy or a girl? We don't know. We didn't get an ultrasound test for Shan, I guess. I don't know. That's weird. Oh, well. Brenda, no. Jenny says, it's really not going the way we want it to go. It's been a difficult, like to Brenda. She's like, listen, stop talking. Like Brenda's trying to give everyone advice. It's very sensible advice, but Jenny's like, listen, it's not going the way we want it to go. It's been a difficult show. But bottom line, if you're sure that you want one or the other, then don't choose to have a child. Adopt a child. Thank you, Dr. Wade. Thank you all. And thank you all. Thank you for getting that out with me. I was probably talking really fast because I knew I had a lot of things to say, but I enjoyed saying them and I hoped you enjoy I hope you enjoyed listening to them I hope you couldn't hear my tummy grumbling the whole time because it really has been I am going to go make myself some dinner and I hope y'all have a fabulous Tuesday you can reach me by email at realityrootspod at gmail.com you can find me on Facebook give me a follow 
also reality roots pod i'm gonna put a pause on the instagram i'm not convinced on the instagram at this time but who knows who knows what will happen if you have a quick moment to rate review or subscribe that would really really help me out and thank you so much if you've already done that again thanks for being here uh okay bye (laughs)